October Business Month is proudly supporting small territory businesses with a month-long program of events. Featuring an impressive lineup of keynote speakers, this year there are also webinars, podcasts and new series to ensure as many business people can learn new skills from OBM events. View the full program and book your tickets today at obm.nt.gov.au. Hi and welcome to the October Business Month podcast. I'm your host David Kaye from Territory FM and today I'm speaking with Julie Rinsky, the Chief People Officer at National Australia Bank. Julie's coming up to talk at the Agribusiness Day events in Alice Springs, Darwin and Catherine. Agribusiness Day is aimed at farmers, growers and those who service and work in the agriculture and aquaculture industry. Welcome Julie. I probably have to clarify just one thing. I am the Acting Chief People Officer but my background and my roots are in agribusiness so that's why I'm coming to the NT. Can you tell us more about yourself and your position at the National Australia Bank? Yes certainly so my permanent position is I'm the customer executive for regional and agri for Australia so that means anything out of the CBD areas falls into my catchment area and uh, predominantly um, the agribusiness. I'm from Country WA originally and uh, have spent you know, my whole life in banking, particularly in business banking and with a, a real passion for regional Australia as well as agribusiness. And you're coming up to Darwin for Agribusiness Day. Can you let us know a little more about what you will be discussing on the day? I'm really excited to be heading up to the NT and to see some of our great agribusiness customers in the region. Um, We're going to have a panel discussion, which I'm really looking forward to, and it will be talking about the future of agribusiness in the NT. There will be a particular focus on innovation and changes in technology, Um, and I'm delighted to be uh, joining Lloyd Wright from Rural Business Support and Dr Matt Hall from the Department of Primary Industry and Resources. And we all know that, you know, the local landscape... in 17 and 18, the gross value of agriculture production in NT was $651 million. So it's a sizable player in our country. And the most important commodities for the NT is based on um, cattle and calves and mangoes and melons. So there is a very vibrant um, agri-industry there. These commodities contributed um, 90% of the total value of agricultural production in the area. How does technology transform small business and agribusiness across the landscape? Well, the role of ag tech is playing a much, much stronger part in all of global ag sector at the moment. It continues to grow in its importance, particularly as um, the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organisation, FAO, estimate that food production needs to increase by 70% just to meet our population growth over the next 20 years. And with technology, it's evolving at a really, really fast pace. And there's a real ability and opportunity for the ag sector to continue to get involved, You know, particularly when we think about things like water and soil and all of those components. We need to make sure that we're as efficient as we possibly can be 
And I love the idea of ag tech and the financial services ecosystem coming together where we can work on, you know, green products and, and just really playing a more active part. So we're seeing an increasing shift in terms of, um, you know, certainly our customers looking at everything they can from an ag tech perspective. And then when I think about small business, you know, we all know that small business is the backbone of many of our communities and also as a part of our economy as well. And we use technology and uh, all of those components a lot. You know, we've launched a product called QuickBiz um, to make, you know, conditional credit approval much faster and all of those particularly aimed at small business. Now, the technology thing, how does technology transform small business and agribusiness across the landscape? Well, there's enormous potential in that in terms of, you know, increasing yields, minimising waste and actually improving the bottom line. And that's uh, what every business at the moment is looking to do. We survey our customers a lot and we found that on average, customers are only using two or three ag tech solutions at the moment with with about a quarter of our customers currently using any. Cropping customers are using the widest range of ag tech, while the horticultural industry is also leading the way on things like climate soil sensors as well. We know it's early days and the Australian ag sector quite rightly wants to be convinced about some of the technology and that it can deliver on the promises that it makes, but also that it's compatible with Australia's climate conditions, which we know are quite different. There's also some connectivity challenges as well, as we know, certainly in in remote areas, and we need to ensure that farmers can benefit from this data, you know, access, but have, have the ability to connect as well. So are agribusinesses utilising technology properly and is there room for improvement? Well, there's always room for improvement on the basis of, um, you know, as, as I outlined just then in terms of making sure that we are compatible with Australia's climate because, you know, if we look at places where there are leading the way, Israel, for example, is leading the way on ag tech, we've got to make sure that their conditions are the same as ours. And, you know, and in some instances they are with the desert, etc. Um, and as I say, the big thing that I find when I spend time um, out with the customers in, in all parts of Australia is the connectivity challenges that we have in terms of accessing some of this data. So it's all well and good to put sensors in your in your paddocks and, and sensors in, in all parts of your business, but if it's not connecting, then, um, then that can be a sunk cost and we want to avoid that. What role will export growth play in the future of agribusiness, uh, particularly for the Asia market? Australian farmers, you know, are perfectly positioned to take advantage of the growth in demand for food by the middle class in Asia. Strong environmental credentials and reputation which we have in terms of providing, you know, high quality and safe produce puts us in a really, really strong position. The National Farmers Federation released a 2030 roadmap last year with a vision that would be to exceed $100 billion in farm gain output by 2030. And the total value at the moment is around 60 billion. So we see that agriculture exports are forecast to total between 47 billion between 18 and 19, 19, and that accounts for about 70% of all ag production by value.
I'd encourage the ag sector and NT to consider emerging economies and growing economies such as Indonesia, which I know they do already. Um, and we know that um, certainly the broader Asian market is just expanding you know, rapidly. Um, and NT accounts for more than $350 million of ex- exports in, in 2018. And finally, Julie, what role will people play in the future of agri and small business as the rise of tech comes into prominence? As we spoke about earlier, I'm, I'm certainly, I love regional Australia and I, and I certainly love small business. And we have to recognise that for um, a robust economy and a robust uh, community, that small business is absolutely the backbone. In Australia, there's 2.1 million small businesses and they employ less than 19 people and account for 97% of all Australian businesses by employee size. 40% of Australians are employed by small business. So we understand that jobs are declining in ag, but they are evolving. There is a need for the workplace and the workforce to evolve. And part of that is understanding and utilising technology for the opportunities they present. So it is that mix of as we grow, as we take part in more of the export, as we do um, you know, far more with ag tech, there will be um, new jobs and different jobs in there. So technology will not mean the end of jobs in agriculture. It will just demand a new set of skills for producers and others in the supply chain. Anyone that's in the agribusiness up here in the NT should check out the events and book their tickets now for Agribusiness Day at obm.nt.gov.au for more information. October Business Month is proudly supporting small territory businesses with a month-long program of events. Featuring an impressive lineup of keynote speakers, this year there are also webinars, podcasts and new series to ensure as many business people can learn new skills from OBM events. View the full program and book your tickets today at obm.nt.gov.au.